my gift tonight goes to Sister Richardson. And then I'll send you some on Sunday. Amen. Amen. To the great ministers who are in the pulpit, to Pastor Poole, our MC for tonight. To the officers and members of the Mezpah Church, and to the officers and members of the New Hope Church. To the First Lady, amen, of community. It's good to see all of you here tonight. I don't usually preach on a Friday night. This is usually the day I go to the club. <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm playing. I'm a church boy. I didn't spend no time in the club. But my friends told me about Friday night going to the club. But I do feel good and feel like preaching. I thank God for my pulpit assistant, Sister Rochelle. Amen. A couple years ago, they discovered I had some thyroid issues. I got my own internal thermostat that has its own temperature. And if the sanctuary is over 71 degrees, my body has a tendency to shut down. So she saw it and brought me a fan. So I thank God for that. Amen. I'm not going to stay up before you long. I watched the service on yesterday, and my good friend Darren Alford. Uh, preached the gospel as if he was the only one who was called. <laughs> and he uh, really preached hard your theme. And so as I was meditating on what I was to preach about, God said, I want to take you in a different direction. I asked your pastor for permission, and he said it was all right. And I said, it's an interesting message that the Lord gave me. He says, it's always interesting with you. And that's why he invited me back. <laughs> So if you don't mind, turn in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, amen. Preaching and amens go together. And if you say amen with me, I'll preach a little bit better. If you don't say amen, I'm just going to preach harder and longer. And since some of y'all still got to go to the club tonight, it's in your best interest for me to hurry up to a close. Amen. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, there you find these words recorded. I love this. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is dead. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. If you don't mind, I want to use for a theme or a thought tonight, there's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in town. I, I don't, you may be seated, and ushers, you may... You may relax. The Lord told me, he says, Davis, here is the title of the message. There is a new sheriff 
in town. I don't know why God has me to preach this on a Friday night at the Mezpah Baptist Church, but the Lord sent me not to New Hope, but to Mezpah tonight. And he says, tell the members of Mezpah there is a new sheriff in town. Now, I don't know y'all business. Pastor ain't told me nothing. Ain't no deacons pull me aside and let me help you out. They can't buy me. They can't give me no money to preach what they want me to preach. So I'm going to tell you what thus said the Lord. The Lord said that there is a new sheriff in town. Now, if you are one of those members that you are so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good, if you're one of those members that you always talking about the good old days and the pastor that used to be here, if you're one of those members that's always talking about where you came from, but you can't praise God for where you are right now. If you're one of those members that don't understand, God doesn't stay in one place, but he moves throughout time. And every time he moves, there's a new face that he chose. If you're one of those people that don't understand, God is still in the blessing business. That God didn't stop blessing, didn't stop healing, and didn't stop delivering with Big Mom. If you're one of them folks that don't understand that God is still giving a rainbow word, then let me help you out. There is a new sheriff. There's a new sheriff in town. And the problem with the church is when you don't understand there's a new sheriff, you will act outside the law and folks got to arrest you or shoot you. There's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in town. In fact, I thank God for the media ministry. I ain't got to preach this a second time somewhere else. We can just record it and send it to somebody. There is a new sheriff in town. There are three things I want to lift you up. First of all, I want to preach the eulogy of Moses. Uh, then secondly, I want to talk about the installation of Joshua. And then finally, I'm going to talk about the assignment of Joshua and the folks. The eulogy of Moses in verse 1 and verse 2. Now, I want you all to understand this. God does not delegate the preaching of the eulogy of Moses to anybody except for himself. It's right there in the text. It's right there in the text in verse 1 and verse 2. God says, listen, Moses, my servant, is dead, and let me preach the eulogy. There wasn't no choir. There wasn't no processional. There wasn't no funeral directors. There wasn't no three-minute line testimony service. It was just the message of God. And God said this, my servant is dead. I wish I had somebody that whenever God starts to shut a door, what he says is, that day is dead. I need you to go where I'm going and don't stay where I be. I wish I had somebody. He says to the people, Moses is dead. I ain't got nothing else good to say. I ain't got nothing else bad to say. His time is over. He's dead. It's over. Say la vie. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Moses is dead. I wish I had somebody that can look at your past and say it's dead. It's, it's over. I'm not dwelling there. I'm not going to let you take me there. It is dead. And God preaches it so profound, he just says to the people in verse 1 and verse 2, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know y'all, 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 man. Because he didn't give you two hours to cry. Y'all mad because didn't nobody present 
his robe to his wife. You're mad because they didn't drape the pulpit. But the word says, God just says, simply, he's dead. And you got to learn how to look at things that are over and just say, simply, it's dead. Quit letting folk talk about what you used to be, where you used to go, what you used to say, and learn how to look at folk and say, that's dead. It ain't that I didn't do it. It's that it's covered under the blood and it's dead. Boy, y'all should have been shouting already. I feel good for my own self on a Friday night. It's just simple as that. It's Dead. Y'all ready for this now? Here's the installation of Joshua. Now, then, you. It's in the text. It's in the text. After God says Moses is dead, he says, Joshua, now, you. That is both the call and the installation of him as pastor and leader. They did not vote. It's in the text. There was no pulpit committee. It's in the text. There was no evaluation of resumes. It's in the text. There were no references and no letters of reference. God says, Joshua, now you. For all y'all good holy folk that you think a pastoral search is more paper pushing than prayer sending, you got it all messed up. And that's why churches are messed up around the country because they try to attract something that they can't even afford no evaluate. I've been fortunate over my time of passion. I've had some, some churches approach me about applying for their pastoralship bishop and, and one particular church they said now Davis listen now we know New Hope is good to you but 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 weeds weeds can be better I said I said I said Deacon what 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 did you say? He said weeds me and the rest of the deacons weeds can do better than New Hope. He said just send me your resume And I'll hand it to the committee. And when we have you come preach, I'll make the motion. And somebody will second it, and you will be our new pastor. I said, sir, there's no respect, disrespect on what I'm about to say. But please understand this. You ain't even educated enough to evaluate my resume. And as long as Weez is calling me, I don't ever want to go where Weez is calling. I just want to go where God sends me. You're not so educated that you have left out God and understand unless God sends you a preacher, you'll never get to where God wants to take you. The insulation of Joshua is just simple. As this gospel of God says, Joshua, now you. And everybody has to understand that whenever God calls you to something, he does not look at your resume. He does not look at your accomplishments. God knows you better than you know yourself. God ain't impressed by your degrees. He's not impressed by the classwork you've been through. He ain't impressed by the family member nor the pedigree. 
God wants to know, do you have a heart to serve? And will you praise him and give him all the praise? Now some folks say, why is God not calling me? It's because he can't trust you with the accolades. He can't trust you to say it was all God. Because you foolish enough to think you cute enough to get it. Smart enough to get it. Educated enough to get it. And what I learned is in 17 years of pastoring, my degrees did not prepare me to pastor. My family name didn't prepare me to pastor. My classwork didn't prepare me to pastor. Only thing that prepared me to pastor was a heart for God and a willing spirit to say, Lord, here am I, send me. The installation of, of, of Joshua, he, he says, now you, Joshua, now you, you ready for this? I'm, I'm about to close, I'm about to close. Here's my teaching moments for y'all. I hopefully I slapped you around, I've inspired you. Now let me give you some teaching moments, y'all ready for this? My third point is the assignment of Joshua and the people. Y'all ready for this, y'all ready for this? People, who don't study the word think the assignment is in verse 7 through 11. But it's a mass misinterpretation of the scripture if you think the assignment is in verse 7 through 11. In fact, 7 through 11 is not the assignment, it's the steps. Listen, listen, listen. Your assignment is to go make disciples. The steps is that you gotta preach the word. Y'all miss it, y'all miss it, y'all miss it, y'all miss it. You thought your 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 assignment was preaching, your assignment is to make disciples. And the problem with the church is you ain't doing your disciple, you ain't doing your assignment, focusing on the steps. You so busy preaching that you ain't won nobody to the kingdom. You so busy condemning folk that you ain't won nobody to the kingdom. You so busy sending folks to hell that you ain't help nobody get to heaven. Some of y'all can't say amen now. Because, see, you... You think because you read John 3.16 uh -huh. that you got a PhD <laughs> in Christianity yeah. and you think just because you don't struggle with something that your struggle won't send you to hell but their struggle will send them to hell. You have forgot that in God's eye all sin is equal. You thought just because you lie a little she was a whore that her heart was worse than your life. But what you don't understand is, but by the grace of God, there go you also. And the same blood that covers your life will cover her. And if it won't cover 
Sí, sí, sí. Sí, cheerful. Cheerful love. To look across the aisle. And down the pew. And see the issue of them. And forget. Every time you point a finger. There's three of them pointing back at you. And what God is trying to say while you point the finger. Is black for the God the Father. God the Son. And God the Holy Ghost. The whole hand would be pointing at so verse 7 through 11 is not the assignment it's the steps y'all ready y'all ready y'all ready so then David said they have 7 through 11 are the steps because we love to shout on be of good courage we love to shout of be a very strong and be very courageous we love to shout but those are steps. Yeah. That's not the assignment. Yeah. The assignment, y'all ready for this? Yeah. Is to first get ready to cross. Uh -huh. Come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> see, 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 y'all, y'all come, come close, come close. See, some of y'all have been saved so long that you no longer get happy about the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm some of y'all here. Some, some of y'all been saved so long. That you no longer can shout about the blood of God. But how many of you know if it wasn't for grace and it wasn't for the blood, not only would I not be saved, but I wouldn't be able to stay saved. It was grace and power. It's the blood that keeps me. So he says, he says, he says, he's great. He says, get ready. He says, he says, he says, get ready. He says, y'all, y'all been chilling long enough. Get, 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 get ready. He said, y'all been waiting for Moses to come out the day and come out the grave long enough. I need you to get up and get ready. That's what he tells me. He said, get ready. Y'all ready? That was the first assignment. Second assignment says, he said, listen, take off your Stacey Adams. Take off your stiletto. Take off your usher and shoe. The problem with some of us is that we can't dance no more because we ain't comfortable in our footwear. Some of y'all ladies can't shout in your high heels. And some of you brothers can't dance in your Stacey Adams. But is there anybody here that remember when the Holy Ghost first hit you? You didn't care what you had on. You didn't care what you looked like. When the Spirit fell on you were so caught in the Spirit of God. Oh, so he says, tell them to get barefoot. He says, I can't, I can't take them where I want to take them. And they got on $300 shoes, a $500 suit, and a dollar heart. Some of y'all will get that when they go home. He said, I can't use that sister with $500 red tips, a $600 dress, a $50 wig on, and a 50 cents attitude. He said, I can't use you. I need you. Too much on. You didn't forget that ain't your head. 
because I got too much stuff on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're too dignified for me. You so cute, you can't shout. You so dignified, you can't say amen. You look so debonair that you won't say praise the Lord. You can start believing the stuff they say about you. But the same folk that talk about you over here, there's some folk lying on you over there. So God's like, don't get puffed up. Don't get puffed up. And don't get your head down. Because you're still... He says, he says, get ready. Get ready to cross. He says, y'all been lazy long enough. He says, he says, he says, tell them to get barefoot. He says, y'all got too much clothes on. And then he says, this is all the assignment. All the assignment. He says, then tell them to walk in the promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is in the word. This is where he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't say, go, go fight. For the promise. Some of y'all are caught up in fighting so much that you didn't forgot what God has for you. You ain't got to fight over it. What God promised you, you ain't got to fight over it. God promised you peace. You ain't got to fight over it. Now you might have to kick some folks out. You might have to step away from some folks. But you ain't got to fight for what? The peace that God has already promised. He says, he says, he says, tell them, tell them to walk. In, in the promise. He tells them to walk. Walk in the promise. Y'all ready? Listen, listen. The assignment is to both Joshua and to the people. See, see, see. We always think that the promise was to the leader. But God says in this case, he says, leader and people, same promise. Same assignment. Three part, same assignment. And you ready for this? He says, listen, as long as the leader fulfills the assignment uh -huh. and the people fulfill the assignment, you're going to walk in a place you never walked before, but you heard Big Mama talk about. Y'all missed that, y'all missed that, y'all missed that. See, see, some of y'all think y'all made it by yourself. But is there anybody in here like me that had a Big Mama? That prayed for you. Had you on the And took the time and prayed. Yes, Listen, uh, the house that I live in, <laughs> Big Mama thought about it. <laughs> the car that I drive, <laughs> Big Mama prayed about it. <laughs> And it's new to me, but it ain't new to Big Mom. When I go to my house, Big Mom was shouting in heaven and say he finally got to where I knew he was going. He says, he says, he says the assignment, he says, get ready to cross. He says, tell them to get barefooted. He says, tell them to walk in the promise. And then if we go down to verse 16, the people, the people answer. And he says, listen, leader, whatever you command us to do, we'll do it. Wherever you send us, we'll go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, we're going to obey you. 
Holy may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. And y'all ready for verse 18? Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Yes, it is. He says, whoever rebels, Richardson, don't fight him. He said, whoever rebels, don't vote him out to church. He says, whoever rebels, all you got to do is command the angels who've been given charge to obey thee. Uh -huh. And God said, my angels are going to work it out for your good. Uh -huh. I wish I had somebody that understood that as long as I am in alignment with where God is going, God has a way of pouring the anointing on the leader. And if I'm in alignment, it's going to get on me. Uh -huh. he, says, he says, get ready. He says, get ready. Get ready to cross. He says, get ready to cross. He says, he says, tell the people to get barefooted. And he says, tell them, tell them to walk in the promise. He says, he says, he says some of y'all been lazy. Some of y'all been chilling. Some of y'all been, been been on the on the back bench long enough. See that some of y'all been griping. Some of y'all always gotta have something to say. Some of y'all been having parking lot conversation. He says, he says, I need y'all to get ready. He says, where I'm about to take you, if you don't get ready, you're gonna be here and the church ain't gonna be here no more. Some of y'all worship in the building, not worship in the God of the
too much. They ain't gonna say we use too much oil. But I'm in up here so that as long as I get my blessing, you can talk about me. Shoes. 
Jesus. Amen. 